Infosec engineers are suffering to keep us safe. 1-0. The 4th of December 2019. A growing industry concern over mental burnout is leading engineers to seek out healthier work environments. Back in 2002, Chris Hood had just started what he thought was an extremely cool new engineering job, calibrating software designs to improve car security. But he soon realized the culture at the company, based in Southeast Australia, promoted profit above everything else, including quality control and the mental health of its workers. It lacked proper human resources and took shortcuts in process modeling. His concerns started to weigh on him, but one colleague took the stress even worse. He'd been drinking late one time when we were supposed to start work at 4 a.m. He thought I told our boss he couldn't drive because he was drunk, which wasn't true, so he pushed me against a wall and threatened me, Hood tells 1-0. But the boss said, let's ignore it, get through this, and deal with it when we get back, Chris was appalled. His unstable co-worker could have killed someone, if not through sloppy engineering then through his own drunk driving. He felt that his manager's decision revealed a deeper problem with the company's values, and shortly after he left for the relative stability of the airline industry. The mental health of tech security engineers has been a growing concern in the industry. Nearly a dozen engineers in software and hardware security roles have told me that their teams suffer from severe stress and anxiety, exacerbated by little downtime, endless cyber attacks, and personnel shortages. Few companies appear to have the management skills and resources to support them. Some studies have found that up to 60% of security engineers are unsatisfied with jobs that have high rates of burnout, while 91% say that the balance of power is tipped toward cyber criminals instead of cyber defenders. Software security engineer Omar Shafi explains that being in the industry is like being a soccer goalie trying to stop a score on thousands of goals at the same time, every day. Some say the job can be as stressful as literal brain surgery. None of this surprises Nina Vassan, clinical assistant professor of psychiatry at Stanford University and chief psychiatrist at Silicon Valley Executive Psychiatry. She treats InfoSec leaders at Google, Apple, and Facebook, and says the anxiety they experience comes from the very real fear of making a mistake on a global scale that could destroy people's lives. This can also lead to substance use, especially alcohol and marijuana. With hackers in foreign countries targeting the security of these companies, there are more and more threats they have to worry about, and the repercussions of a security breach is increasingly dangerous, says Vassin. She works flexibly with engineers to offer consultations at their home, office, or by video call, but notes that few companies have thought to offer this kind of mental health support as part of their standard benefits. Doing so could make a big difference to a sector with high rates of burnout and a critical number of infosecurity vacancies, as many as 300,000 in the U.S. alone, according to one report. Being in the industry is like being a soccer goalie trying to stop a score on thousands of goals at the same time, every day. Some say the job can be as stressful as literal brain surgery. The engineers I spoke to raised four main concerns, technical and non-technical issues at work, and social and personal problems outside work. Work-related issues included worrying about types of assets secured, financial records usually being more valuable than user data, managing outdated tech stacks, and dealing with uneven organizational maturity. Outside work, a lack of support from family and friends was common, as was a lack of experience in dealing with stress. Jeremy Wagner Kaiser, a security architect at the business loan platform Funding Circle, says there are definitely jobs and job expectations less stressful than others. 
He's happy at funding Circle, but a previous security role at a startup required him to be on call through the night. The on-call rotation system controlled my life and was exceptionally dreadful, he tells me, adding that the stress started making him angry, impatient, and resentful with his colleagues. He remembers dismissing a teammate's efforts brusquely, that's a stupid question, and even rejected a manager's brief mental health outreach as disingenuous. That reaction isn't out of place. In fact, the idea that security engineers must suffer for their work is so culturally ingrained it often shuts down potentially helpful discussions around mental health. Amanda Berlin wanted to break through this cultural firewall by starting a peer support advocacy called Mental Health Hackers. Now senior security architect at Bloomira, Berlin worked in health care and suffered depression long before becoming a coder, so she knew that when people talk to each other as equals in a relaxed setting without worrying about their jobs, they're more receptive to help. Everyone I talked to mentioned fear of reprisal as a reason they never spoke up about depression at work. Several said they'd been advised mental health disclosures prevented them from jobs with military clearances, which is a myth. Berlin says InfoSec culture misleads engineers into thinking they're not suffering because mental health symptoms can also be associated with effectiveness. People who work in security are drawn to want to spend a lot of time behind the keyboard, she says. I never pushed back, always thought I was put on earth to fix things, to implement software. I just drove myself into depression and tried to deal with it myself the entire time. Some engineers have disclosed deeply personal problems at mental health hackers' meetups, Berlin explains, in the hope of beginning more healthy lives. One man went from being committed to a mental hospital to working full-time at a tech company, while another who attempted suicide multiple times is now recovering. Berlin says a shift among millennials to becoming more open in talking about mental health challenges has also had a positive effect. Perhaps the biggest mental health lesson is that while these problems have emerged in the technology industry, it's not the actual technology that's the problem. Instead, the damage has been caused by working culture and management systems that have not changed to meet the intensifying demands of the industry and the stresses that places on workers. Where there is a professional framework for handling mental health, as there is for KPIs and ROIs, then workers tend to feel more secure and content, no matter how arduous and foreboding the situation. This, says Chris Hood, is how he feels about his position working for the military branch of one of the biggest airlines on the planet. Years after that bizarre roadside confrontation, Hood now appreciates the care his company provides. If he needed to, Hood tells me, he could call a support line to check in with a therapist. At times, he asked for and received months of time on a less brain-intensive role to care for his family. And as an engineering manager, he says systems are in place to ensure he reaches out to employees about their internal lives. Not doing so, he says, goes against the financial interests of the company. The business recognizes jobs are stressful but, we monitor overworking. Any sustained extra work is bad. You can have peaks where you work a lot. But if there is a continued surge, we figure out why. Are they using the right tools? Is the process too arduous? Do we have enough people? That's what I look for, anyway. Update, an earlier version of this story incorrectly stated Amanda Berlin's employer. She works at Bloomira.